morning, afternoon, night. This is We Are Not Prepared, and we are your hosts, Byron and Mark Ivy. Welcome, welcome, welcome to We Are Not Prepared 2023. Hello, Marky, Marky Pololis. What's up? I tell you, I have missed you. I have been, I have been avoiding you. Why? Because you're wearing a Dallas Cowboy jacket. How about them Cowboys, baby? <laughs> yeah, hit volume down for your ear holes on that one. Now you're talking about we're uh, playing San Francisco this Sunday evening, and your, and your season will be over. And I do no, it's shut After hush. That. No, it won't. I do say we. I'm a big proponent of we when it's your team. So okay, we friendly. How was your Christmas? It was a good Christmas. Which seems like it was a year ago. It does. Is it even? Is it too late to even talk about? Like, yeah, we just started talking about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, how's your St. Patrick's Day looking? Um, we got a lot of stuff planned. We got Are my you? outfit laid out. Now, did you get pinched? If someone pinches me, I'll be I'll get fired because it will it will be a punch back. I hate when people pinch. Now, I loved it when I was a kid, but now. You love getting pinched? No, no, no. I love pinching. <laughs> I'm the pincher. Yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. I, I like people. I like to be pinched. What was your What was your back to Christmas real quick, then we'll get out of Christmas. Yeah. Any good presents? Best present, maybe? We didn't do presents. Best present you've ever gotten for Christmas then in the history of your being was? A bicycle one year. Ooh. That was nice. My daughter's got a bicycle that's still at my grandparents in Tulsa because we couldn't load it. So she's talking about this dang bike every day. And we're just like, well, it'll be here. You know, I think finally we're going to get it this weekend. You should have told me I was in Tulsa. I could have brought it for you. Yeah, well, I didn't want to do that to you. I don't like to burden people. That's not a burden. That's asking for help. This is what's the matter with our society. I was just having this conversation. We are so individualistic, but we are really tribal. Our instinctual background is tribal. Everything was done as a community. We have completely flipped that, so everything is done by yourself now. And it it deteriorates our entire society. When did that start? Uh, I think is that forever? Is that and in, in, is that buried into humans? When did it start being individualistic? Yeah. Um, probably, I know in America, probably with the industrial age, because people started leaving farms, family farms, to go work in cities and in industries. And so suddenly, like, the, they were, they never had, like, the field of management until they started having industrial work because your manager was your dad or your uncle. Yeah. And so suddenly they had this whole field of people who had never been here before that you're in charge of people that aren't your relatives. But even even... Even then, though, I still feel so like 
like those people worked for those jobs forever. I mean, that's where, you know, pensions and like, you know, those are long. No one's at the same job for 30 years anymore. No, no. So like I would, I would maybe argue it was even, you know, better than maybe it didn't start then. Well, maybe it started then, but. It Te- technology got- took it and ran though. That's, that was yeah. the tipping, tipping point. Yeah. I, I love my, uh, I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife. What do you, how many times you got to say something positive before you say a negative? Seven times. I love my wife. All right. But her, like, and not just her, but like my generation and their phones. And I know every old, everyone's heard this, put your phone down, but like it, watching a show. And I ask a lot of questions during shows. You might be surprised. A blind man watching a show can't, you know, I'm like, hey, what was that? And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, were you looking at your phone again? I was like, can you just look at the screen? Don't even do it for me anymore. Just get that thing out of here, you know? Um, hey, I actually have a, uh, how was your Christmas? I guess I should ask, ask uh, you, how was your Christmas? Well, speaking of ask Ask a bidet. You, you're a big a bidet. Yeah, it's called the tushy. I know. I've. What you know about the tushy? I know that I would not do a bidet. If don't it was, knock. If don't it knock was, it till you try it. Uh, let me finish. Cold water. Cold well, water. we don't have. So I don't live in luxury, Byron. I don't have an option to hook my bidet up. To, am, I'm not using cold water to a bed. hot. Yeah. But like I said, you wake up a little groggy, a little, little blast, it'll wake you right up. It's like splash your face with some water, you know? So Bet your bet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, <laughs> which brings us to our next topic. Lord <laughs> <laughs> Branch, everyone. President and CEO, my boss. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is like HR just popped into We suddenly went to the bidet, and then just Lauren appears, and... Because we're stopping this conversation. Welcome, Lauren. Oh, well, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Well, you yeah. can answer, <laughs> you, we can start by answering the question, have you ever used a bidet? I have. Yes. And, and, it, and, it, and it didn't have cold water. or Mine had heated water. Hey, 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 hey. Well, Byron, next time you're at Lauren's, ask which one it is. And then you, we can, a little trial error, see what you think. We could do surveys. What we need is a public restroom with a bidet. Someone staying outside with a clipboard, and taking. <laughs> yeah. You know there are there are some restrooms here in Oklahoma City that actually have bidets. Oh, really? So yeah. that's a thing in Lo- in, uh, in uh, England, right? I, th- I heard yes. like all public restrooms. Europe, yeah. Europe, yeah. Europe is European thing. They want your their, your booty clean. There Welcome, you know. Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. You well, need- you know what? Uh, okay, okay uh, we're going uh, back let to- me let me reserve the thank you until we're done. Okay, uh, if that's okay, it is because I don't know yet. It is okay. Lauren is an amazing person. You will get to work for her. What? <laughs> if, say, if you get to work for I her, I say you get to work. I for do. Her. She's an amazing person. No, I've gotten to see. I say this all the time, Lauren. That blind folks in in, in Oklahoma don't. Like you're, I know a lot of people know you like business wise, but blind people just in general who may never be clients at New View, you've impacted lives like that. And I know it's a whole team effort and stuff, but you've been doing something for tw- how long? Almost twenty six years. Twenty six years. How big was that's uh, crazy? Okay, how big was New View when you started? A lot smaller than it is now. Um, 
Well, you know, when I started, we were... I mean, we were only doing employment. We had the one location just west of downtown. So we were do we were a small manufacturing company. So maybe thirty employees. Uh, I I think it it was probably it was probably about forty. Forty. Yeah, yeah forty or so. How many now? Uh, about two hundred. Yeah. See there. And you're one of those two hundred. A large majority of those two hundred, having either being totally blind or some type of you know low vision. So that's even, you know, more wild because, you know, you got to go find. It's not just open enrollment for employment, you know? Yes, yes. Well, so, that's our mission. So when you're growing, like when you talk about growth, I, we like there is a there is a scale with growth with a community who historically has not worked. Like that's it's a bigger, you know, 40 to 200. Like, yeah, that's great and huge. But it's really and like, you know, someone who's not doing what we're doing. That's probably like 800. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I I'm just putting it into perspective of yeah, how I mean, hard it is. Yeah, to, the thing to, is is that yeah. is that yeah, a lot of times, you know, the the workforce that we hire don't always have the skills necessarily to do the job. But it's our job to create the employment, so then it becomes our job to figure out how they can do the job and obtain the skills to do that. So yeah, it can it, it can be a little yeah, maybe a, a little bit longer. Yeah, process than yeah. what you would find at other companies. No, I fell, fell into that. I started working for New View. Byron, I don't know if you know this, but out, out at Tinker Air Force Base, I've never been in a manufacturing facility, and I didn't know how to run all this equipment, and, and they, you, I got a low vision ex- assessment in my workplace, and they t- you know, created a plan. Here's how you train Mark working on, like, this pallet wrapper that can tear your finger off. You know, you don't want that, right? But they— so, like, it's a strategic plan for every person that walks in this door. How are you going to do your work? Which was really cool because then I got to show up to work just to work. Didn't have to think about how I was going to do it. Byron, you asked me one time one of the biggest complications or issues, whatever, for a blind person. And sometimes it's just it's just getting try. So, you know, you know how to do your job, right? You lose your vision at age, let's say, like 40, right? And you've been an accountant your whole life. Well, you know how to be an accountant. Now the issue is just using, in this case, maybe technology, right? So any any employee that you meet, Byron, or that we hire is is had some type of strategic plan. If, like Lauren said, if you don't know the rule or uh, don't have the skills to do it, that is not a tear up the application deal. It's a well, let's how are we going to teach them? Right. Yeah, that's a great example, though. Mark is you know you know how to be an accountant, but. You can't just be an accountant by what you know in your head. I mean, there's practical things that you have to do. I mean, you know, you have to do spreadsheets and you have to read financial statements and you have to do all of that. And so you have to find other ways to do that. Yeah. So we teach the other ways. So it's almost like every seeing impaired, it's almost like a puzzle that you have to try and solve. In terms of how do you get that person to achieve the goals they want with like work and life, and so it's like a puzzle because it's not everything is changed, and every puzzle's different, and every puzzle is different. Yeah, it's not a one size fits all. And so I say too that you know, and Mark can attest to this. We have some of the most creative individuals 
working for us. They're problem solvers. That's exactly what they do. Laquana, have you met Laquana Byron? Many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You give her a mic. She's singing Elvis and all types of stuff. Um, she's totally blind, right? Yes. And so we have. She has a coworker, a colleague in her vinyl department that is blind and deaf. And Laquana has found a way to communicate with her. We actually have a video of this, and it's um, Laquana. I mean, it's a great video, and it's Laquana doing certain taps on on her coworker and um, finger movements because you know, she can't see anything. But they've. They, it's almost like they've got their own little Morse code, and so this coworker can you can manufacture these vinyl sheets on this crazy equipment. And it's a totally blind person teaching a totally blind and deaf person how to do it. Wow. That's, I mean, this is a jigsaw puzzle. Talk about puzzles. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Well, look at, uh, so you have another employee, Jerome. Yeah. Who, like, will ride public buses. But then I've talked to other employees you have who will never do that. By the, but Jerome will actually get on public buses by himself and travel all over the city. And so that's another puzzle because it's not just walking out to the bus stop. And no. Well, think about, though, you know, not not just riding public transportation, but then think about those who travel, you know, go to the airport and yeah. travel out of state and then – you know, navigate places that they've never been before, and they do it independently. The most gratifying thing ever was the first time I went to D.C. with New View by myself in an airport. And, uh, like, so you you say some people won't ride the bus, some people will, some people will try this, do that. It all starts with advocating for yourself and, and not being embarrassed to ask for help. So a blind person told me, a coworker of mine said, Mark, just ask when you get... Dropped off at the airport. He goes, first off, it's going to be terrifying. They got that, the door, the, uh, he called it the Russian roulette for blind people. Cause you step it, you step in and it's like that twirly, yeah, whatever the carousel. Right. Right. And so like when I, when a blind person gets in there, like, so I got in there and it keeps going around and I would feel the AC come in. I'd be like, dang it. I missed it again. I go around again. And I was like, got in there, you know? So like (laughs) just getting in the door. And then he's like, just right when you get up with your ticket, go straight up and say, I need assistance. And he goes, and they're going to bring you a wheelchair. So it's just how they do it. You don't have to sit in it. He's like, sometimes I do because I like to be rolled around. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I did that. And they brought up my personal assistant who fast-tracked me all the way up to the airport, told my told my told um, the person at the gate, have someone waiting when he gets off the best experience of all time. And I got to do it by myself. So now when I go to the airport, even with my young, so my wife, right, she's sighted and she, we have a four-year-old. That is a lot, you know, that's a four-year-old and then getting me around. So the same thing we do, we go up, we ask for that attendant and now we all get fast tracked through. So like you find out these little things. So like the bus, right? Like if you don't like riding the city bus and, and you haven't, haven't even checked into Embark, well, they have Embark plus, they pick me up from my from my door, you know? And so um, there's just certain things that when you get comfortable to start asking for things and then you experience what being independent feels like again, it's like a drug. You're like, heck yeah, I can't wait to do more stuff by myself. You had me a drug. You know that our time is Say up. What, well, let's do part two. We got this place for, well, what's Lauren doing? I'm just sitting here. You don't have anything going on. <laughs> no. 
part two. What's the hundred so, year plan for Newview, Lauren? So, how, well, we'll if we're going to do part two, let us uh, five minutes. Okay. Five minutes. Five more? Yes. Then we're done. Yes. Okay. Uh, we could, five minutes and we're done. Okay. I have no idea. But Don't this, I, but this is all being recorded, which the, our listeners love. How do you know what they love? Have you? They may really. You're do. not in touch with our listenership. I'm have you not, not been getting fan mail? I'm not in touch with myself. So we should read not, our fa- fan mail one one time. That one letter that I made up. All of them. <laughs> and so, sponsors, Lauren, can you help us get sponsors? Okay, let's ask her something more. I could, I could try. Then a hundred year plan. That sounds like a strategic planning meeting. I said in life, not for new of you. He said her next hundred years. Well, I'm going to be dead in a hundred years. Uh, well, don't so, say that. We don't know. Okay, so when you were in school, like elementary school. Yes. Were you a good student? Yes. Okay. In middle school, were you a good student? Yes. In high school, were you? Yes. So all the way through? All the way through. I was I was a good student, yes. Even in college? Uh, Yes. So no rebellion, no ADHD in there at all. I was not a rebellious child. No, I, 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 now I wasn't a perfect child. I mean, I did my share of, you know, stuff, but yeah, no, I was always a good student. I was always very competitive too with my grades. Were you? Yep, I was. Did you win? I did win. I bet. So were. I like to win. Now you grew up. And I would stand up in, during graduation where, like, the honor roll gets to stand up and be honored. You know, I'd, I'd just always randomly stand up with them. And, like, anyone, you know, because you can't tell at my high school, there's 800 graduates. Right, you know? right, yeah. Stand so you up. Would stand and up. I got done. My mom was so mad. <laughs> She's like, Mark my head. You don't, you don't have that tassel thing on you. That, that, that means, you know. That's what I did with the cool kids at school. Yeah. Like, I wasn't in the cool crowd. But I would stand about two feet from them. So everybody thought you were in the so cool they, crowd. So they yeah. would think, and they would drive by, and they'd go, "Hey." Uh, <laughs> you know, I was terribly shy in school. I was a very good student and terribly shy. I was a nerdy kid. Well, you're you're not anymore. Do you have any blind students growing up? Or yeah. No, you know, but I I will tell you I did. I, I never really thought about this because it, it was normal for us as as kids. And so, you know, it, I was years into working for Newview before it finally dawned on me that one of my cousins is blind. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I never, it never, I mean, it never occurred to me that I, you know. That is but, funny. But it was just, it was just normal. Yeah. <laughs> that you're working for the place, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, Billy. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Re- really, if you look at it, because you're in. When you started out, you wanted to be an accountant, right? Well, actually, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I started out. And so, you know, when I went to college, I changed majors multiple times, and my mom finally said, you need to get out of school. <laughs> so you need to land on something. You're we're like, not, my mom's we're not, so good we're at not this. Changing, <laughs> yeah, we're not changing your major. You're not changing your so major my mom again, said yeah. the complete opposite. You, you need to go to school. But go ahead. So No, no, no. I was a, you know, I was an engineering major and then did a stint in architecture major. And um, and then I 
breeze through thought maybe I wanted to be a teacher and that didn't that didn't stick and I'm glad it didn't and then I landed in uh, in business and accounting my mom's an accounting was an accounting major so that's where I landed and it stuck and then somehow you end up doing New View and it becomes the passion of your life. She fell in love with blind people. Yeah. I did. It was That's, love at first sight. It was, it was love at— For you, not for us. Yeah. It, you know what? It was great. I, I mean, I, it, I, you know, I've told people numerous—I mean, I fell into the job, and, and then I fell in love with it. And so I'm still here after it, almost 26 yeah. years. It, I will say it's hard not to tug at your heartstrings if you don't know what that world looks like, and then you walk into our place, and you're like, whoa. I am never forgetting this. That's true. I, are we done? I'm speechless. I'm not done. I'm okay. never done. But we are almost done. Lauren, thank you for joining us for a few minutes. Impromptu. Just Impromptu. coming on just, down. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. See, it wasn't too bad, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it, it, it was painless. Yes. Yes. We learned about Tushies and a little bit about Miss Branch's <laughs> childhood as a perfect student. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Tushies and books, kids, go get them. Ladies and gentlemen, be safe out there. You have been listening to We Are Not Prepared. We're not prepared. Bye bye, everyone. Good, good, good day.